be sure to join me for the conversation I'm having offline at Miss Charm School on Instagram or at Sunday Travels. Miss Charm School podcast is reaching a global audience and that is thanks to you. Thank you for every like, comment, every share. I see them all. Thank you for our listeners far and wide from the UK, Canada, and all across the United States and the Caribbean. You're so welcome here and thank you for spreading the word. Hey Charmers, hey Charmers, welcome into another episode of Ms. Charm School Podcast. Did you miss me? (laughs) Because I missed you, I missed you, I missed you, yes. I took a brief break from our lovely time together and I've been thinking about y'all. I have been thinking about y'all and I'm so happy to be back in this space and I'm happy you're back in this space with me. You know the drill for those of you who are returning, come on in, come on in, kick off your shoes and relax your feet. Come on in, come on in, come on in. Make sure you have something to hydrate yourself, some yummy libations, you know, to refresh yourself, refresh your spirit and come on into this space with me. Go ahead and get yourself grounded. Take a couple of deep breaths. In through your nose, hold it at the top of your breath, and exhale. And do that a couple of times. And just become present. You can also tell yourself, self, I gather you from wherever I last left you. And your brain will immediately go to the last place it remembers that you were actually fully present. Sometimes that's months ago. Sometimes that was an hour ago. Sometimes that's weeks ago, days ago. But go ahead and bring yourself back into this moment, fully present and fully here in the moment with me. Call yourself back from wherever you last left yourself and be here with me in this moment. Yes, 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 yes. I'm so happy that you're here. For those of you who are new, Miss Charm School Podcast is for modern boss babes who are interested in re-engaging their feminine energy, their sensuality, and their spirituality. Another way I like to describe the podcast is Miss Charm School Podcast is for women who are in transition, transition from their womanhood into their queendom. What do I define as womanhood and queendom? Well, I'm so glad you asked. Womanhood to me is really your me season. It's really where, as my mother says, you can eat and break the plate. (laughs) Your decisions really only impact yourself. And queendom, as I define it, is when your decisions no longer only impact yourself, but they impact nations. Nations just meaning groups of people. I believe queendom is appointed by God. I believe that all promotion comes by God. And when you're in your queendom season, that could be you are in leadership positions in the family taking care of a loved one or a mother or a wife, a spouse. It could be leadership positions manifested in your workplace or it could manifest in many different ways, but simply your decisions no longer only impact yourself. So how you carry yourself, the words that you say, the energy that's moving through your body, your healing work or lack thereof, they all impact your ability to lead people. 
out of your best spirit and out of your best self, right? And so this podcast here is where we really do the work. We have conversations. I hope that you come here and feel that your garden is watered and that you feel that you're growing. That's my genuine prayer for each and every one of you that listen here so that we can all be excellent queens on our assignment while we're passing through this side of eternity. Yes, 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 yes. So thank you for those of you who are new and joining me here for the first time. So charmers, um, to be completely honest, these past two weeks, I would love to say that I was taking a rest. (laughs) And I guess on some level I was in terms of taking a break from recording. But I really also really just didn't have much to say. I think that I went through a time of just quiet and silence. And every time I got ready to think and plan for episodes, just got away from me. And I felt not an urgency to come into this space. And so I've really been in prayer and meditation about what to say in coming back to the audience. And today's episode, I really just want to be transparent with you and tell you where I am. And in that transparency of revealing where I am, I know that there will be things to glean. Because when you're called to this space and you're called to this tribe, you're supposed to be here. We're literally in some amazing, miraculous way We're a support group to one another as we go through life and do life together on some level. So the past two weeks for me, I have literally, literally been all over the place in my physical location and also emotionally. And one of the biggest lessons that I've learned, and not emotionally as in, you know, being drastically hurt or anything like that, but just a lot going on emotionally with processing my emotions around things that are happening in my life. My father has been sick and battling an illness and I've had some other stressors and things and I had a couple of doctor's appointments these past couple of weeks and (laughs) I mean everything. My cycle is completely thrown off, which is extremely abnormal for me. I normally have a cycle that's like clockwork and very predictable. I just didn't have one, which is, again, not like me. (laughs) Um, I also went to the doctor about that and went to the doctor and found out some other things that my heart is overworking and overbeating and just other things that I came into awareness of these past couple of weeks. And so what I have been trying to ignore emotionally, I cannot any longer. My body is literally operating. It's still functioning. I still get up every day. I still exercise. I still cook and eat and all the things. But my body for an extended period of time has been operating under duress, operating under stress. And I have just been dealing with it but it got to a point where I could no longer ignore it and to be honest 
I believe that God was trying to make me aware of it a couple months ago because I had a serious chest strain when I was bathing one day to the point that I could not stand, I could not lift my hands above my head. It was painful to do so and I was in so much pain that I just sat still crying and I just kept thinking that it would pass but it did not pass and thankfully I was not alone and the person recommended that I go to the emergency room. In the emergency room they didn't find anything abnormal they just kept telling me that I was a healthy young person and they kept me there for a little while and then sent me home. (laughs) But nevertheless, I had a very strong chest pain over my heart area. And as the months have gone on, I've increased healthy eating and increased um, dieting. I even did a fast of uh, root to fruit fast of fruits and vegetables for, I think I did it for two weeks and released a lot of excess weight during that time and increased my workouts and you know all of the things that you quote unquote do to get healthy and recently like I said with the recent doctor's appointment um, in terms of my heart being monitored it's gotten better but not drastically according to my doctor it's not better And so I sat with that and I had to get honest with myself that there are things, areas of baggage emotionally that I'm carrying that I don't think is weighing on me because perhaps I'm being avoidant of those emotions, but the energy has not passed through my body. If anything, the energy is staying in my heart space and I'm overworking, my body's overworking to try to do the normal day-to-day task because I'm not dealing with things emotionally. And so that's really what I want to talk to you guys about today. Some of you, this may not be your episode. Some of you may be the type of people that most people would call overly emotional and you're the type of person that's comfortable with crying and comfortable with yelling at times and comfortable with you know letting your emotions what I would say is hang all out there some people are comfortable with that some people feel like well I was emotional and you know you should be understanding of that (laughs) and then there are other personalities perhaps more like mine where my emotions are pretty under control I'm pretty calm the majority of the time and I have a very I can have a very stoic face you know that's I would say unbothered is the way I would describe it but well as I say that's I'm being reminded of the several people in my life who actually would say the opposite (laughs) that I'm very smiley and usually upbeat and all of those things But I think what I mean more so is like when it comes to emotional things, I'm usually the person that's like the rock in the room and very consistent and, you know, other people can have the hurricane of emotions and I'm usually the stable, stoic, like steady one of the group that people lean on because of that steadiness and that strength for them to kind of become undone and know that there's someone strong enough there to sort of become undone with. 
and kind of ground them, if that makes sense. And so I've always sort of been that person. And to be honest, I think I felt that I had to be that person from my childhood because of, you know, different things in my household or my parents arguing. And maybe I just learned to close up my emotions and to try to be as like unemotional as possible to provide some steadiness for myself. Like maybe because my environment, you know, I believe my parents loved each other, but when they argued, they argued (laughs) and it wasn't always pretty. And maybe I just tried to be the good child that like, you know, didn't rock the boat too much and just tried to avoid that level of interaction by all means. But as an adult now, and as a woman who's learning that I'm still carrying the energy, and I talked to you guys about this, and I believe the last episode I want to expand about energy, that I'm holding it in my person, I'm holding it in my body, I'm holding it in my aura field. When I feel wronged, or I feel mistreated, or I perceive something is hurtful, or something seems unfair, I'm holding that energy. And though I may not say something, I may not express it, I may smile, you know, I may still be able to have a healthy conversation and be pleasant and um, amicable in my relations with others. I'm carrying the disappointment, the frustration, the anger, the hurt. And it seems simple, but I just want to tell you that it's okay to feel those things. It's okay to feel upset. It's okay to feel angry. It's okay to feel hurt. It's okay to feel upset. I know the Bible says be slow to anger, but it doesn't say don't be angry. It says be angry and sin not. So you don't have to allow the anger to take you to actions that are, you know, that God would disapprove of. But to feel anger is an emotion that God has given us. And I think to turn it off is clearly unhealthy. (laughs) And I think that's a word I struggle with. I think just saying the word anger is challenging for me. It's hard for me to even address that people make me angry. It's hard for me to even say that, hey, you know, so-and-so, you did this, and I don't like that. You know, it just, that's challenging for me. And I don't want to continue to say that as an affirmation over myself because One of the things that I realized these past few weeks, and it's a statement that I say to myself, is that my emotions are unfolded. And I love that statement because if you think about something that's folded up, that's exactly how my emotions have been. When I felt wronged, when I felt hurt, you know, angry about my dad's sickness and you know, being sad, feeling like I can't fix it and I want to fix it and just being really frustrated and quite frankly, angry about that process. I've just packed up my emotions, folded them up, packed them up and put them away somewhere. But what I'm learning via my doctor, who obviously is not talking to me about the spiritual connection, she's just telling me the physical manifestation of the numbers that she's running. But what I'm learning is I'm carrying it. Being unfocused, feeling off-centered, wanting to run to things that help me escape and 
binge watching things so that I don't have to really deal with my emotions or sit with them. Even now, as I'm sharing on this podcast, like I feel my heart space sort of like feeling restricted, just talking about, just talking about this, just talking about anger. I still can feel the energy of swallowing how long I've swallowed things that I just don't like. And even it's, it's funny because I had this conversation with a family member and I was saying like, sometimes, you know, I understand why people who are more expressive in their feelings, I understand why sometimes people, you know, laugh really loud or cry really loud or yell. Sometimes people feel like maybe this is just my opinion, that other people don't take them seriously unless they behave a certain type of way. Like maybe people, there are people out there that feel like, no, you don't know how much, how much something hurts me or how some, how much something is disrespectful unless I, you know, to me overly stress it to you that this is not working for me or act the fool is what I would say. Like when a kid throws a temper tantrum. And I think in this walk of womanhood and queendom and trying to be practicing being an elevated woman, I think I've leaned into more so of like emotional and feeling suppressant as mastery. And (laughs) my medical record right now is showing that, no, this is not mastery. It's not mastery to suppress that you feel anything. It's not mastery to suppress anger. It's not mastery of being an excellent queen or being an excellent woman to act like anger doesn't affect me or act like frustration doesn't affect me. The Bible says to be angry, but to sin not. I think the mastery is in the actions. You don't have to be reactionary, but there is no sin. This is what my interpretation is that to feel anger or to be upset or to feel sad or to feel joy is just the emotion passing through your body. But when you've been like me, and you've been unwilling to acknowledge the emotion, but yet you're still feeling it, how does it pass through? Yes, it's one thing to, you know, sin not, but then if I'm not acting or expressing or releasing or doing anything, then it's just accumulating and building up within my body with no release. And so that's really what I want to share with you today. It's very raw, it's very real. It's something that I'm still processing and walking through. But I realize that when people have angered me or frustrated me or, you know, there's times where sometimes I think I perceive that people play mind games with me. And it's like, I can see you. I'm like, I may not say anything, but it's like, I fully see who you are being in front of me. I completely see that person. And in the past, I've just distanced myself from the, from people who behave that way. And I've mentally made a note that, okay, I would never bring this person into my inner circle because look at how they move. And that's just kind of been the end of it for me. I don't need to say anything. I don't need to express anything. I just sort of make up my mind about it. 
But in some of these situations, like my father, I'm not a, I don't desire to disconnect from him or other things in my life that have caused me anger and frustration. Some of those things I'm not able to disconnect from. Um, some of the people I have to have ongoing relationships with. And so I'm maintaining the relationship, but not processing the hurt, not processing the pain, not processing what has frustrated me, not processing what I feel like is wrong, what I perceive is wrong, not processing what I think is bad behavior and not even addressing it, seeing the bad behavior and just looking at it and being like, this is ridiculous. Why are you behaving this way? But then not saying anything, just swallowing it and trying to act like I'm going to move forward. And even as I say swallowing it, my chest is getting tight again because that's what I've been doing. And so I'm moving into a time period now of putting Sunday first. And this is something that also was a challenge. I think putting myself first in terms of running a bubble bath or lighting a candle and doing a meditation or prayer or um, you know going for a massage or taking myself out on a date, those things I can do. But really putting myself first, taking the time off work, um, putting my health first, doing forgiveness work again towards people that have angered me and frustrated me, acknowledging that I am angry, acknowledging that I am unhappy about a situation, acknowledging that I am frustrated, getting it out. Can we just stop by like how important it is just to get it out of your mind and out of your thoughts? And sometimes it's through your fingers as you write it out. Sometimes it's through your mouth as you talk it out, but you need to literally actually release. Sometimes you need to just address, hey, this is what's bothering me. And to be honest, there's been a fear around that. But even as my voice has shaked, literally, as I've brought up things that have been on my heart, concerns that have been on my heart, push through the shaky voice, because it's a standing up for yourself. And again, some women may be excellent at this, but for me, there's certain areas that I have felt have been too delicate for me to stand up for myself in. Some areas that have to do with family have felt extremely delicate. Some areas that have to do with finances and how I earn my income and you know, people who sign my paychecks, like there has been a level of fear. And while I know that God has not given us a spirit of fear, I have felt afraid to speak up. I have felt afraid that I might offend someone. I have felt concerned and overly, overly concerned about what others may think, how others may perceive me putting myself first and expressing my hearts and my mind. I have to the point that I've swallowed myself, swallowed my thoughts. I thought pushed away my fear, pushed away my anger, only to find out that it's just been brewing underneath the surface this entire time. And so charmers, 
I want to share with you. Pull it out. Pull it out. Journal. Write. Talk it out. If you have to go in the bathroom, close the door and talk to yourself, talk it out. If you have to just say, you know what, God, today I know that I should be worshiping you and, you know, coming into your your courts with thanksgiving, being grateful and having gratitude and into your your gates with thanksgiving, into your courts with praise and praising you for your majesty and your omnipotence and your omniscience and all of those things. But right now, God, would you be a listening ear to me? Because I just got to get this out. I need to move the energy out of my body. Perhaps it's speaking with a therapist and signing up to speak with a licensed clinical social worker and going in and having someone that's you're paying to actually listen to you process. (laughs) I don't know. Maybe it's a, a friend that you actually trust to just say, hey, friend, you know, I really need you to listen to me. Would you be willing to just listen? I just have so much stuff on my heart. I just got to get it out. If I'm being honest, I haven't trusted too many friends with that level of my emotions because maybe I've been scared of what I'll even find if I pull up and look at my anger. If I actually pull out my anger and my frustration with people, I felt bad that I've had any anger towards people. (laughs) But I don't think that anger is wrong. You know, if, if you think about Jim Crow or slavery or lynching, and I know those are very drastic examples, but we should be angry when there's injustice in the world. We should be angry at self, at sex trafficking of anybody, especially our kids and our minors. We should be angry about the prison system and how corrupt, you know, innocent people are going to jail for life or people that don't need to be in there are incarcerated. Those things should make us angry. We should be angry for those of us who love God, you know, when people blaspheme God or are disrespectful or spit on the creator that I have come to love and know. Those things should make us angry. We shouldn't feel complacent about them. They should make us feel some type of way. Now, we don't have to act on the anger. We don't have to, you know, then go and try to hurt and harm people. But, you know, if cancer is attacking a person's body that you love, God is big enough to handle that anger that you feel, that frustration that you feel that helplessness that you feel because I have felt all of those things as my father battles it and you know some days are strong and some days not so much and it's been hard for me to just physically even look at him and that makes me angry because I just want him to be the man that I've always known him to be it's hard to see the man who's your hero just so weak and and feeling defeated and almost looking at him like, does he want to (laughs) die? It's hard. It's more than hard. It makes somebody like me, it makes me angry. It's even hard for me to say that out loud because it's not that I have anger at him. It's just anger at the situation. And so I'm just, that's where I'm at y'all. And I'm walking through those emotions and trying to figure out, you know, how to allow myself to feel appropriate to say that. I'm angry. I'm upset. I'm frustrated. 
I'm carrying it in my heart space. Because I'm carrying it in my heart space, it has also made my tolerance for other people's, I feel like, poor behavior. Just I have a short fuse for it. Things that I just cared less about, sometimes I think I have less of a patience for. And so I'm working through that, walking through that, working through that. Saying, sitting in prayer, asking God to help pull it up out of me, help me identify it, help me write it out, journal it out, move it out of my body, dance it out, stomp it out, whatever it is, cry it out, yell it out, get it out, cry it out. And so I just want to share that with you, Charmers. I hope that that's helpful to you. In your queendom journey, it's okay, queen, if you're angry. The first step is acknowledging it. The first step to getting your heart to stop overworking and to beat at a healthy, normal pace is to bring yourself into alignment with peace and to relinquish the anger and the frustration. But in order to relinquish it, you have to identify it. You have to be honest with yourself that it's there. Because the crazy thing about stress, it's called the silent killer for a reason. You can still get up every day and operate. And there are people that literally drop dead from a heart attack because it's the silent killer. Your heart over pumping overworking because you're not dealing with your emotions because you are moving away from love that's the truth god is love and as i move away from love i'm overworking <laughs> it's not my natural state it's not the place i'm supposed to be in it's not my place of rest and I was stuck in between, like not yet ready to even acknowledge the anger, you know, so because I'm not ready to acknowledge it, then how is God going to transform it? Because I'm not even willing to say that it's there. So I had to get real with myself and say, you know, this isn't working. This isn't working. This isn't working. And this isn't working for me. Why do what, what do I feel about it? Why is it not working for me? And then identify that. Identify what made me frustrated or what made me upset about those different situations. Get it out, write it down, say it out loud, talk it out to God, and then open my hands and say, God, I relinquish it to you, take it from me. I don't wanna carry this anymore, transform my heart. Transform my heart, renew my mind, bring me back to the renewed place of love, bring me back to the renewed place of peace, bring me back to that renewed place of freshness and ease. And bring my heart back to a place of your perfect divine peace. Bring my heart back to a place of rest. And God is faithful to do just that. I love you, Charmers, and I will talk to you soon. Ciao.